It's been said that Christian music sucks. On The Antidote, we dispel that myth as we explore the artistry of Christian bands, listen to in-depth interviews and music from these faith-based groups. For unique and innovative music ranging from metalcore to indie folk, you'll hear it all on The Antidote with Dave Hawkins. Wednesdays at 9 on Trent Radio, 92.7 FM, Peterborough.
That was The Walking Tree with Sparrows. Yes, it's time once again for The Antidote, where we feature artists who offer a Christian worldview in their music. I'm your host, Dave Hawkins. On The Antidote, we regularly spend an hour focusing on a particular artist and look at both the music and the message that they produce. Most of the songs that we air typically have a fairly subtle message, but that's not the case with the Dallas, Texas-based band Least of These, who offer up quite bold lyrics in regards to their faith. The Least of These hooked up with uh, The Antidote for a conversation about their music and their upcoming album, Change Will Come, which releases this coming Saturday. And we'll be featuring parts of that talk on tonight's show. Now, you'll have to excuse the audio quality of the recorded interview. We had a pretty rough connection. But let's get into some of the music from Least of These. And here's a track that's found on their More Than Conquerors EP. This is The Call.
The Antidote has been joined by Tyler Chase and TJ of Least of These. Guys, thanks for connecting with us. Hey, thanks for having us, man. Thanks. But we're missing one member. Tell me who it is. We are missing Johnny Gore. Because Johnny's en route. Yes. But he's got the slowest car of the bunch. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite the enigma. We don't know how it happens. Is he the troublemaker in the band? Actually, no. no. He's He's more of the peacemaker. Yeah, he's the least troublesome person in the band. Then who's the antagonist? Maybe me. And you are? Tyler. I'm I'm also the youngest, so I've I've got a lot of kinks to be worked out. You guys aren't that young. How old are you? Young Um, enough. Chase is 24. As of Friday, happy late birthday to me. (laughs) Congratulations. Uh, I, TJ, am 26, and Tyler is 22. Johnny, I believe, is 23. Johnny's 24. He's 24. So we're only even numbers in this band. I realize that the name least of these comes from Matthew 2540, but why did you want to apply that to your band? That is actually a very good question. We haven't, I haven't thought about this in a long time. Let's say our, our band's ministry, we're called Least of These just because we want to, we want to minister to those who are like the broken and the, the beat up and those who don't have a whole lot, those who just feel like they are excluded from, or out, like an outcast, I guess, and they just feel like they are the least of these. So we just wanted to be a ministry that relates to them and can bring them closer to Christ through our music and through our, our lives and through our ministry with them. So you mentioned this as a ministry, so who are you ministering to? Are you ministering to non-Christians, or are you ministering to Christians? Um, everyone that wants to listen. And with the music, the way that we kind of hope that it goes is that um, just kind of like a, uh, like a trickle-down effect. You get one friend to listen to it, and that friend will hopefully show another, and then maybe that friend will show two more um, and just kind of like trickle it all down. And some of those people have been believers. Some of those people have been non-believers. So that's just the, the music in general. And then shows, uh, it's kind of the same dynamic. Uh, whoever, whoever walks through the door, that's who we're hoping will take some aspect of Christ with them as they, as they enter and as they leave, both with the band and outside of the band in our personal lives. We just try to reach out to anybody and everybody that we can and, that we come in contact with.
last summer, a friend had to drag me off to see you guys perform. And I was really a little hesitant because I was told you were a worship band. And I was thinking I was going to be hearing something boring. Thanks. But I realized I was wrong. How would you describe the music of least of these? I guess we would describe it more as like aggressive indie music. Um, we have had people call us a worship band so much so that we just started calling ourselves a worship band. But our music isn't typical worship played on a Sunday morning type of thing. I think the majority of us would describe our own music as like aggressive indie rock, sometimes post-hardcore, depending on how we're feeling about it. When you were talking about worship music, what are your thoughts on current day worship music? What are the pros and what are the cons? Yeah, a lot of it's really cheesy and doesn't really address a lot of heart issues. But there's a, there's also the good, the really good worship music like um, like Hillsong and Jesus Culture that is just, it just you just feel it in your like in your soul. No matter what kind of music you listen to, it's just it's just good musically and good lyrically. But then, like I said earlier, there's just some that I, I feel like they're just doing it to push themselves out there and not really talk about like heart stuff. Yeah, they're just jumping on the, on the Christian bandwagon. Yeah, I know. I know. I Tyler personally have a hard time whenever I walk in on a Sunday morning and I see a Mac set up on stage. I just know that it's going to be a little weird that day. <laughs> there was one song that I heard one time that the entire song started with like a like weird synth things going on. And then the song was just super like poppy driven. The rest of the songs were like Jesus paid it all, like really heavy hitting songs. I was just like, man, that one song was super weird, but the rest of it really slapped me in the face. All right. I like it. Least of these give their thoughts about following God on imitators.
some other artists that are sort of stretching the norms. I mean, Dustin Kensrew, you know, X of Thrice, yeah. and now he's doing stuff which is really taking established church hymns and transforming yeah. them. So what about you guys? Like, do you ever think you would go that route? Worship, but stretching it to the max, offering a totally different musical vibe. As far as that goes, like what TJ said earlier, you know, just reaching out to these people, like they're not going to respond to that well a lot of the time. And we understand that, and that's where we feel like we've been kind of called to reach out to these people that don't really want to, you know, hear the gospel laid out in such a straightforward way, you know, and it's not like we're trying to be sneaky or subtle here, but it's more so like, you know, we want to give you music that you can listen to, that you can relate to and just, you know, let the words speak for themselves, you know, and like you said earlier, you know, we don't want to shove it down anybody's throat. That's never anyone's intention because that's just not a loving way of preaching the gospel. That's just kind of where we've been at. And as far as us going down that route, I don't see it happening really. That's not really like who we are as a group because we feel that the music that we play is our form of worship and it's worshipful enough for us. So that's just kind of how we play it, I guess, if that makes more sense than any. <laughs> totally. Least of these and I spoke about the new styles found in worship music. Here's an example with Dustin Kensrew, who was previously with Thrice and is now writing and performing music with the Modern Post. This is Before the Throne. And then we'll check into least of these with a live instrumental version of Amazing Grace.
actually talk about some of your music. You released your EP, More Than Conquerors, back in 2011. I was really enthused with a number of the songs, but one that seems to be a real crowd favorite is Filthy Man. They're in it, you sing these lyrics. Stubborn man was I who pushed his hands aside. I don't need your grace, I can do this on my own. Now, with that, were you speaking about yourself, or were you speaking to others? I'm going to have to go ahead and be honest with you. That was the uh, lead, old lead singer, Josh. Um, that was Those are all his lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would always tell us that Filthy Man was all, it was a personal story about his own life, um, about things that he would uh, struggle with um, and uh, his prior activities that he was in before he became a Christian. But I know to us, I mean, it's all, it's relate, we relate to it too. Yeah, just being stubborn and not really accepting just like the Lord's voice, I guess.
Now you got a new full length change will come and you're releasing it on Saturday, August 3rd. Now I thought it was written in stone that all albums had to be released on a Tuesday. So are you trying to mess with people? Certainly. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things where if you tell kids to show up at seven o'clock, they won't. But if you say, hey, show up at 718, everybody remembers 718. That's so weird. And they don't forget it. Actually, I was thinking like the main reason we did August 3rd was because we're going out on are going out on tour starting on August 10th and we kind of had the idea that it would be cool to release it a week before so when we go out on tour people can sing along with the songs and not just stare stare at us not knowing any of the songs that we play because that's all we're really going to be playing on this tour is just newer songs and maybe two old ones so that, that was the reasoning behind August 3rd is releasing it one week before we go out on tour so people can sing along cool and where's the tour taking you um it's taking us through states like Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, Arkansas, Tennessee, North Carolina, Georgia, Florida. Oh, yeah, Michigan's in there, too. Um, Louisiana. Are we playing in Alabama? Yes. We're playing in Alabama. So pretty much the Midwest and the East Coast, Not nothing more north of North Carolina on the coastline, but that'll be another date. Wow. So it's a pretty extensive tour. Yes. It's going to be fun. A good 15 or 16 dates straight. Yeah, we'll start with the walking tree as well, which is another come and live band, so we're really excited about that. A garage band intro to a pair of tracks from least of these, Oh God and New Creation.
how about the rest of the album? Has your focus or message changed between More Than Conquerors and Change Will Come? Um, with More Than Conquerors and Change Will Come, I think with Change Will Come, we went a little deeper into um, just what people may be dealing with, like how our hearts are so prone to other things that aren't Jesus. Um, kind of like one of the songs, uh, Exchanging Truth for a Lie, is about idolatry. The song called um, When Seeing Still Isn't Believing is about doubting God and uh, reading scripture, but still always having that question of, yeah, but is did that even happen? This could just be a cool story. Is this real? So different topics like that uh, we wanted to kind of convey through music. Uh, so More Than Conquerors had that feel to it as well. But I think with uh, Change Will Come, we just do we dove a little deeper into the idle hearts that we all have. The first single off the new album, Change Will Come, is Dealing at the Crossroads. And it's a bit of a dark topic. What was your motivation to write that song? Tell us what the song is all about. Well, Johnny wrote that one, so we're going to do our best with this. The whole point behind Dealing at the Crossroads for Johnny came out of the idea of uh, Robert Johnson. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he's like an old uh, blues artist. Mm -hmm. um, and the whole point of Change Will Come is to kind of compare and contrast what Satan offers you and uh, what Jesus offers you. And so the whole story kind of walks you through a man meeting Satan at the crossroads, kind of like Robert Johnson did, and uh, you know tried to sell his soul to the devil to get fame and status and position and anything like that. And then later on in the song, this person meets with Jesus, and like just everything that Jesus says uh, isn't fame, it's not popularity, it's not status that he offers, but he offers life. And Jesus says, come and rest in my love, thus being the chorus of the song. Uh, I'll greet you with open arms, and I'll love you forevermore. It's a storyline to walk you through what Satan is really trying to get you with, and then what Jesus has to say about what Satan is doing with you, and how he offers so much more. I heard the story of a man who had breakfast with the devil They shared a hot cup of coffee And made a deal to fix his troubles The devil said, son, I love you And I know your life will be fine Just remember when it's all over That you said it would be mine
how are new fans of least of these going to connect with your band and to be able to buy a copy of change will come oh um you can go to comeandlive.com and click on artists or downloads and there will be the album there for free on august 3rd it will be on itunes you can get it on amazon you can you can stream it on spotify uh, we'll put it up on our website, which is weareleastofthese.verb, which is v-i-r-b.com. Our website and come and live is where you can get it for free, and uh, iTunes, Amazon, everything like that is where you can you could um, pay for the album. I believe it's nine dollars or ten dollars. I can't remember right now. Well, let's finish up this interview with a scenario. Least of these has been given the chance to build their own dream tour. Who do you choose to perform with? Oh, um, a dream tour. Garth Brooks and Rage Against the Machine. And Guar. <laughs> That's the wildest range I've ever heard of. I think <laughs> we have more people there. You're going to have everybody there. Everybody. Let's add Snoop Dogg. Then we'll have everybody this there. This is just us assuming that nobody still knows who we are. So we're <laughs> picking the biggest names we can think of. <laughs> Justin Bieber, Lil Wayne, <laughs> Taylor Swift, least of these. Exactly. No, but on a serious note, I would, for me... Just because they recently had their farewell farewell tour, I would say thrice. Um, I'm TJ, sorry. Um, I would say thrice for sure. With thrice, I, Tyler, would add Me Without You on that tour. Oh, yeah. Um, that would be so killer to go on tour with them. The Antidote was joined tonight by the Texas-based band Least of These. Guys, it's been a treat. Thank you for so, interviewing us. Yeah, thanks Thank for having you, us, man. Thank you for having us. I'm Dave Hawkins, and you've been listening to The Antidote, which airs on Trent Radio 92.7 FM, CFFF Peterborough. Now, the complete interview with uh, least of these in a recording of tonight's episode, as with all of our programs, can be found at theantidoteradio.com. Now, I've yet to hear the complete new album change will come from our featured artist, least of these, but I guess uh, myself and everybody else will be able to pick that up on Saturday. Now, I have very eclectic tastes in music, and because of that, the music heard on The Antidote follows the same broad spectrum of music. Next week on The Antidote, we're going to look at electronic music. Now, electronic music follows much the same pattern as metal, where there are dozens of subgenres, so listen in and find out some pretty diverse music from a number of Christian artists. We talked about during the interview with Least of These, they're heading out on a tour with another artist on the Come and Live label. And here's The Walking Tree with Old Brother. <laughs> 